Good day. Welcome. You are listening to Conversations from the Porch with your host, author, researcher, and intrepid truth teller, Jack Hart. Jack is looking at the forest through the trees somewhere on the Cumberland Plateau. Now, from the porch, here's Jack Hart. Here in Crossville, we're really in Crossville today. I'm, uh, we're at my house. Uh, I'm not on the porch. Um, we're in my dingy dungeon basement. Nice, nice spring day out there. Cool, crisp. Birds are singing. Uh, well, we got a couple of things we got to talk about. Uh, I got to go to the airport uh, and pick up my daughter in Nashville. So um, this might be a shorter one. Uh, I'll try to keep this monologue a bit abbreviated. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about Nashville, uh, and which Phil wrote a very uh, uh, enlightening article on the facts of it, uh, which was posted on, on the, the Human, and will be posted. Uh, I don't know if we posted it in Substack, but we will with the, with, the, with this uh, with this uh, podcast, and I'll post it in VT too. Uh, and we're going to talk about France, of course, which uh, Romain did a what a great job. I mean, I mean there's a there's a future for Romain as 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 a, as a, a reporter, man. Uh, he cited everything he said. Uh, with the, he didn't use uh, he got one of these citations, and he could do academic papers too. <laughs> Romain, yeah, but you uh, you know Fitzgerald and Gould, they use links, and they're, they're journalists. They're the best there are, and. Uh, they, I don't, they still don't use citations. The citations are for academic papers. And, uh, but uh, for journalism, you use links, and that's what Romaine did. And, uh, you know, it's not, this is not Romaine's making this, uh, you know. This is what I mean about the New York Times and stuff. And we got to put, you people that read that, well, I, don't, I shouldn't say you people. Nobody listening to me reads the New York Times. But the, those kind of newspapers, uh, uh, Washington Post, this, this, they, you know, where did you get this from? Uh, okay, uh, this is the way uh, an intellectual piece, uh, a piece is supposed to be written. Uh, you don't just start off with a premise. Where did you get this premise from? You got to start off there. You don't just. Uh, otherwise, all we got is a Jew pontificating, and that's what we got in the New York Times. That's what we got in the Atlantic. That's what we got in the Washington Post. Those 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 papers ought to be burned. Actually, I'm getting to the point where I think the people that read them ought to be burned. You know, like. Uh, like in the the thing, you know, like uh, Russell does with the uh, the thing. That's how he disposes of it with a flamethrower. Uh, there's no convincing these people. And the latest incident we had here, which was, I think they're following me. I really do. I, I, you know, uh, I, from from all of the time and effort and work and money they've put into uh, uh, sandboxing me. That's not outrageous at all. But. We seem to have moved the base of operations over to Nashville. Nashville's uh, quickly becoming the center of the United States, and uh, I'll make a prediction. Uh, if America's still around in 50 years, uh, uh, Nashville's going to be its, its, its main city. Uh, you know, uh, my, that's why I'm picking my daughter up from there. She's a player, and that, that's where the players are all going there. The money's there, I'm told. That's where the money is now. So anyway... We had an incident a week or two ago where uh, they, they actually stopped the state assembly with, with a protest. And this protest consisted of anti-gun law, the usual suspects, 
How can anybody be anti-gun in a, in a country like this where you just saw an election stolen? Where, uh, well, what is it? Now, it's over 100 food depots have been blown up and destroyed. By the way, in Texas, uh, 18,000 milk cows perished in a fire last week. No word of how, how, how this fire started. I'll put that up with this. Uh, uh, you got uh, transvestites, crazed transvestites, chasing your children around the school lunchroom, uh, waving a dildo around. Uh, who, who on earth in their right mind would say, now we should disarm ourselves? This is not the time to even talk about uh, uh, nullifying the Second Amendment. This is the time to go out and buy a fucking gun. Uh, and the other protesters, well, the crazed transvestites who want the right to groom children. <laughs> and as I told you before, our governor, Governor Lee, was elected by a 68% uh, margin. Uh, and uh, that's a charter that no other governor in, in America got, uh, at least Republican governor, because the Democrats like, well, their stats. Uh, I mean, you, New York, uh, you had the same voting stats repeated over and over in every county. That's how fake it was. Uh, then you had Arizona. Then you had a retard that's, that's institutionalized being sent to, to, to the Senate in Pennsylvania. So we can't even talk about the Democrats. But as far as Republicans, the guy's got a charter from the people of this state, okay? And, and they're passing laws, not, not, not bullshit laws like DeSantis is passing. Uh, uh, DeSantis, you know, he's the Bush's candidate, don't you? Frickin' Rhodes Scholar, undercover Rhodes Scholar, another Bill Clinton yeah. But in any case, uh, Governor Lee and, and, and the legislature, and Bill uh, get, uh, Phil will get into that, he knows more about it than I do, but he's passing legislation that they will not go into schools, and they will not groom children, and they will not uh, try the transvestite story hour. Uh, and, and, and these laws are what we want as the people of Tennessee. But no. Oh, a few hundred of them, maybe even, not even. I've seen the pictures. It, was, it didn't even look like there was a hundred of them, to tell you the truth. But, but, they were led by three state representatives. With bullhorns, with bullhorns, no less. With bullhorns. And they were threatening violence. And they blocked the, and they stopped the state legislator from meeting and taking care of the business of the people of Tennessee. Look at this. They were censored. They should have been thrown out. They should have never been allowed to sit in Congress. I, 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 I couldn't help but notice the two. Bl- There's always the fat white woman. Those are the ones who take their kids to transvestite story hour, and I got that right from the the, the gay community. Uh, they, they're the ones who said that. It's always a fat woman with uh, you know no husband, and she drags a kid in there. And then you had the two children. They were black. They were children. Who who would send a child? Uh, you're underprivileged. You need the best representation you can get in the state legislature. You don't send a child. I mean, these two, they look like they were still, uh, they still living with their parents, I'll tell you that. The, the, but uh, in any case, they were censored, and uh, they were brought back. They should make, be made now to sit in high chairs at the children's table in the legislature. And uh, we had this Jewish press, and I, there's nothing else to call it anymore. There's nothing else to call it anymore. I know the Freemasons are on top of the Jews, and I know the royal family on top of the free, Freemasons. But, you know, evil is, is quickly becoming defined as Judaism uh, on, on the street level. And uh, they, they painted this out to be a, 
Oh, uh, I saw one article from a friend of mine that, 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 that is a liberal. Uh, uh, Tennessee is fascist. No, we're not fascist. We're not going to have children holding up the state legislature with bullhorns. We're not going to have that, are we? That's, that's fascist. That was, that was tactics used by the Bolsheviks. And we're not having it here. And if they try it here, no, everybody's armed here. Everybody's armed here. That's another thing that bugs them. Oh, they want gun control laws, don't they? I don't think they're going to get any in Tennessee. I've been to picnics where every man was armed there. They walk around with pistols around here like it's the Wild West. Nobody's giving their guns to anybody over here. Uh, They have some sense left in their head. But in any case, they brought these legislators back. I am, I am in disagreement with that. Uh, if, you're, if you're doing something like that with a bullhorn in front of the state legislature, you're even embarrassed. You've embarrassed the community that sent you there. And you should know, oh, oh, the black kid, his parents say he'll behave himself from now on. I guess they punished him too and took away his, 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 maybe his computer privileges for a week. But uh, they're back. And uh, uh, I'd I like to hand the rest to Phil because he knows more about this. Now we'll go into France after that. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> what an intro, what an intro. Anyway, the uh, the gun control issue that, that is showing the ridiculous nature of, of how the liberals in the cities uh, act and think is, is well on display. Um, one of those legislators... Um, Today, let me just interject this. The liberals, as you're calling them, they, I, I don't even want to call them liberals, but they are fl- they're flooding Nashville now. Just what I see and, and the play everybody sees, Nashville is becoming the center of the United States very quickly, very quickly, intellectually and, and, and politically. Go ahead. Well, you mentioned the uh, Nashville becoming the place of players. Um, the, the the liberal media is, is rife in Nashville and Knoxville and Memphis. You can see it um, just watching the nightly news that these people are liberals and they're pushing liberal agendas. You've got uni- big universities. You've got Vanderbilt over in Nashville. You've got University of Tennessee in Knoxville and in Memphis. Um, and these are very, very liberal, uh, supposedly public-funded schools, but they're uh, they're pushing every agenda there is out there. Now, with regard to our children that were reinstated by their um, electors and uh, reseated, one of them, and I don't remember which one, and I could really care less which one. Uh, was banned from entering the legislative halls on Monday again. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a law in the state legislature that they can't use props as part of their uh, presentation if they're making a presentation before the body. Um, they can't use theatrical-type props. Well, this guy, all 27 years old of him, or however old he is, community organizer, you know, one of those guys that runs up to your car and says, give me money or I'm going to wash your window off. Um, This guy showed up with a child's coffin 
at the state house. He was going to use that as his prop to discuss the deaths of children at the hands of guns and gun-toting law-abiding citizens. He was, he was all set to use that as, as the means by which he could set an example for the people of Nashville. Well, they barred him because they don't use theatrical props as part of presentations before the, the body of representatives. So he couldn't take his little coffin in with him. Um, anyway, the, the crux of this is they were right to be expelled uh, for their behavior. And it, it's up to their district constituency to determine whether or not they're going to be representatives or not. To follow on in my article, yes, they they were reinstated by their their uh, district councils, but that's only to fill the seats until special elections have been held. Here's the other side of that expelling somebody from the House of Representatives or from the Senate is that requires that district to hold a special election and those guys will either get sent back or not um, depending on the outcome of that district special election. And, and thinking about that, you know, common sense and, and when I was very young. I remember hearing about the silent majority during the Reagan years. Um, the silent majority is not going to be so silent when the, the everyday person is silenced to the point where they can't say anything that's on their mind without fear of being called a transphobe or a racist and being ostracized and, and censored themselves because of, of common sense. It isn't common sense that you have the blame for people's mental illness and causing deaths due to their mental illness. You place the blame on regular law-abiding citizens and call those law-abiding citizens transphobes or call them terrorists or fascists or anything else. Those people that have been quiet are going to start speaking up um, because otherwise they're not going to have any of what is necessary for their lives. Um, the peace, the peace of mind, knowing that, that you can raise your kids without somebody saying, well, I'll take you to the clinic and you can become a girl or a boy, the opposite of what you are. And we don't have to tell your parents. Look at some of the crazy laws and the, and the people in the states where they're passing crazy laws like you can take a child to a clinic to get a sex change without telling their parents. Those kinds of laws are forcing those people to leave. Those people who have jobs and can't afford to leave, they're still leaving those places, and they're going places where they're... That is not the emphasis. The emphasis in Tennessee is people making a living, not 
fighting battles with uh, transphobes and, and gun activists and all this other shit. You know, I, I pulled up a picture off of one of my game cameras on Monday. On Sunday night, I heard something out in the woods. Pulled up a picture on Monday. I had 12 hogs 100 yards from my house. Wild hogs. Now, if I don't have guns, those 12 wild hogs will turn into 200 wild hogs in a couple of years. And that will affect the production of agriculture throughout an entire area, several square miles of area. So don't tell me about the necessity for a gun that can kill 10 things at one time and make 30, 40 shots to kill those 10 things that are threatening the food supply of me, my family, my friends and my community and and you know these people they have no freaking clue i sent a picture with a dozen hogs three sows and nine babies to several of my friends and one of them come back and said looks like you need a machine gun <laughs> yes i do need a machine gun do i need a machine gun to kill hogs maybe do i need a machine gun to protect the uh, approaches to where we live, maybe, but it should be up to me, not up to somebody else. And, and if I lived in a city, I would think very seriously about having a submachine gun, something I could carry in one hand and, and counter what you read and hear in these cities. And these people are leaving the cities now. Tennessee is one of the, the fastest growing states in the country. Why? Because Tennessee has common sense laws. We've got huge companies that are electing to put their, their factories, new factories, in the state of Tennessee. Why? Why is it because Tennessee has laws that are favorable to producers, people who produce something, as does Texas and a few others out there. Um, with regard to elected officials, I've gotten to the point where as long as the system is working as it worked in Nashville, I don't have to worry too much about these children, these community organizers, the, these Obamamites, or whatever you want to call them, that, that are, are taking that role model and, and using that uh, tactics and techniques um, to uh, influence the people of their district because there are almost a hundred other representatives that are going to look them in the eye and say that's unacceptable behavior. One of the few places in the country where we see that. That's because we don't hold fixed elections in Tennessee uh, like the rest of the states. Uh, I like to interject. Uh, you know, I, I keep coming back to this 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 thing where, if you are uh, an impoverished district, an underprivileged district, why would you send a child to to, to the assembly, state assembly to represent you? A rabble rouser. Uh, uh, that's what I'm getting to. Uh, this kid, I think he's from Memphis. Uh, 
probably the worst city in America. A lot of people don't know that Memphis is half in Arkansas either. It's the east and west Memphis. But uh, you would think he would be lobbying for better schools, uh, for, 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 for uh, better housing, uh, for, for, for uh, job creation. But no, he goes right to work with his little coffin. Who made him that coffin? I'd like to know. Uh, or and, bought it for. Yeah. Uh, and this is, this is, he takes up the same crusading uh, 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 talking points that these so-said liberals, I, I keep saying I'm a liberal, uh, you know, I, I'm a socialist, but uh, I don't, these people aren't liberals, they're, 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 they're perverts, they're crazed. Uh, anybody who, who uh, condones a transvestite filling up your kid in school, uh, you know what happens to those people in jail? They are murdered. They are murdered. They're not tolerant. They don't get the protest. They don't get the. They have to be put in PC, or the other inmates will murder them. So I guess we got better people in prison than we do uh, do in New York, at least in the legislature or California. I, I I don't guess. I know. I there's know. a set of rules. Whether you're in prison or anywhere else, there's a set of rules, and these people want to push those rules out to come up with their own set of rules, which has nothing to do with the, the individual liberty and production and, and living a life of peace and, and harmony, their rules don't even apply. Well, that's another thing. You're sending a child to the legislator. What did this <coughs> child, what is his accomplishments? Did he ever work a day in his life? Has he ever produced anything in his life? Does he have any life experience? No, no, no. He's a child. He's been brainwashed by his college professor. He don't know whether he's coming or going. He probably don't know whether he's a boy or a girl, for Christ's sakes. Uh, he's binary. He's non-binary. Uh, and he's still living with mommy and daddy. And, and you sent him. You sent him to the legislator. Yeah, you wonder why you're poor, why you're underprivileged, why, why blacks get shit on and I'll admit they get shit on. If this is what you're going to send to the state legislator, uh, you're asking for it. I, I mean, look at New York with that Ocasio Cortez. They send up to the. She's not. She, did she ever done anything for uh, done anything for the Hispanics in our community? Or no. our vice president, for that matter. Well, you talked about Obama before, okay? Oh boy, the first black president. What did he do for blacks? And that guy, all he did was kill people. And I'm not talking about in this country. He was famous. For, uh, he said something he didn't like. He put a freaking drone up your ass on a highway in, in Afghanistan or someplace in the Middle East. The guy, uh, the, the, he was the mad bomber. He didn't, he didn't care about black people. Well, he got there. He got there as a community organizer. I, I, I'm beginning to think you tell a black guy anything and they'll buy it. Happy horse shit. Uh, I mean, you know, you got to be more discerning when you pick out who you want to represent you. Um, Obama, you know, well, the same thing with the right wing with Reagan. But Obama's nobody to be looked up to. Uh, and uh, I, I, I don't understand how how a child like that could use could get into the legislature. And then you see what he's doing, too. Is that is that what the people in his district want? More homosexuals chasing their kids around with dildos? Uh, they want the, the gun control so they can get their house robbed by the guys that do have the guns? 
Because uh, criminals don't care about no gun control. This is America, man. We have 400 million assault rifles floating around this country. Ain't no way in the world they're ever going to disarm the populace. Who they disarm is the dummies who will give their guns up to these stupid bastards. That's who they're disarming, and you'll be a victim, helpless victim. And that's what they want. That's what they want. Uh, as far as and, uh, they, they want their police on to the teeth, you may notice. But that, we'll get into that when I get into France. I want to go back to the Respect Act, 686. Let, let's talk about the Respect Act just for a minute. Is that what they're calling it now, the Respect Act? The, the one over in, in yeah, D.C. I know. Yeah, yeah. Or Restrict Act. Restrictive Act, yeah. yeah. That's it, Restrict Act. Yeah. Anyway, um, I got thinking about that, reading a few people's commentaries this last week. In light of the arrest made of a uh, Air National Guard junior airman um, and his supposed access to classified documents, getting busted, releasing classified documents that show just how poorly the United States government really communicates to the people or anyone else for that matter what's going on um, you know it's not an issue that the young man had access I went in uh, I had a top secret clearance by the time I was 19 years old um, and I kept that top secret clearance and those secrets and the special accesses and everything else for many 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 years without saying a word to anybody about anything. Um, but you have to think about Julian Assange and Edward Snowden and this guy. Um, they're putting out there the things that the government doesn't want you to know about their nefarious acts. Now, they, there's a couple things. Um, I've heard numerous and read several places that people think that this guy was set up. And I have very little doubt he was set up considering some of the evidence. Um, I, my wife actually said something the other day about the uh, documents that he released had CIA internal planning documents as part of that document dump that the guy made. Well, Internal planning documents for the CIA don't make it onto a even classified server, even if it's the highest classification, because it's an internal CIA document. How did a Department of Defense, United States Air Force National Guardsman get access to internal CIA documents on standard military computer even secure computer systems. Somebody was feeding him. This is a setup for the Restrict Act. We have to make the Restrict Act law now because look at all of these people that are leaking stuff. That's what this whole thing is about. This isn't about some guy going to his, his Air National Guard wing, logging into his computer, and saying, oh, this looks good, and I'll pick this one, and I'll pick that one, and all this other crap. 
somebody was feeding him documents other than what he standard and normally would see as part of an intelligence team preparing briefings for their commanding officer. And that leads me back to the Restrict Act. That gives them more fuel to go to their constituents and say, this act is going to help us to stop people from releasing classified document. And I will say, quite likely, over-classified documents. Uh, the majority of documents that have a classification on them are over-classified. Now, that all being said, um, if it's a setup, somebody that's doing the setting up within the CIA or one of the other intelligence agencies is very hot on uh, getting the Restrict Act passed. So that's my take on it. Um, that plays in very well with what the kinds of things we're seeing um, as far as the buildups around the world for uh, the hot part of the kinetic part of World War III. Jack, I'll let well, you Well, that's take just it. what I'm, I'm thinking of here. I, and I have an article sent by one of our, our uh, contributors in the, uh, you know, this is the National Enquirer. But, uh, you know, probably more people read the National Enquirer at this point than read the Times. Uh, Murderous Russian madman Vladimir Putin is waging a secret war against America right under our noses. Government security experts tell the National Enquirer. In a heart-pounding world exclusive, sources confide FBI and CIA counterintelligence specialists believe there are at least a hundred active Russian sleeper cells hiding in plain sight across the continental U.S. and are already suspected of violent attacks on the American homeland. You know, the violent attacks I've seen seem to be coming from the FBI and from the government itself. Uh, I don't if we we are ever silenced through to the nullification of our First Amendment rights in this country, uh, the the next step is they got to take the guns. Uh, and you're dead. You're dead. Do you understand that these people uh, in World War Three? They 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 they're looking to start World War Three in the Ukraine. But you know why? Because this is Ukraine's where all the money gets washed. It's where all the dirty laundry is. Uh, that's the center of the international criminal organization, and uh, Putin threw a big freaking monkey wrench in the in the in the works when when he uh, when he invaded on uh, February twenty fourth second last year. Uh, they were I think they were shocked. He never expected him to do it, but he did. Uh, and now uh, they would like everybody to just shut up, and the CIA uh, through through. Publications like the National Enquirer, the New York Times, the Washington Post, all CIA-owned publications with moralist Jewish writers working for them. Just absolutely people with the morals of an alley cat, and they are laughing when they're writing these articles. And It's not that they believe them. They're literally laughing at you, and in synagogue they're talking about how they're making the Bible come true. It's a Deuteronomy that... 
uh, we will we will own your kings, and it's all it's all in the Bible. You know, it's, the Bible was written thousands of years ago. It's written a thousand years ago at the most. But uh, this is they've had a thousand year plan, uh, and and to them it looks like it's coming true. They got a big surprise, but they're they're being used too. Uh, you know, when time comes to throw them under the bus, uh, they will get thrown under the bus just like they did in uh, World War Two Europe. Uh, and, or any uh, of the other purges. A hundred other purges history. and problems, right, right. They, uh, you know, the Jewish constituents, uh, you know, underlings, uh, adherents, uh, supplicants, whatever you want, they exist as scapegoats for, for, for uh, Masonic thought. And, uh, you know, the, the Sahedrin sits at the table of Masonic thought and Sanarchy, you know, but no circumstances that the leaders... Uh, I'm bringing this out in my book, uh, all backed by facts. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I have open comment sections, not, not, not open to anybody, open to my, my subscribers. But, you know, if you're going to argue with me, please, you better, you, better, you better tell me where you're getting your argument from. Uh, because uh, everything we're finding out now that we were taught in school, we're finding out is lies. Uh, Wikipedia is nothing but propaganda. Uh, uh, I'm doing deep research, uh, a lot of research I, I'm able to do on this is, is, is only being opened up now because, we, we, uh, you know, the Russian Russians scholarship has been opened up to uh, us in the West. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is just, <laughs> this is the way it really was. Uh, um, there's there's other sources you can use too. I mean, uh, Carol Quigley wrote wrote. Uh, if you can read Carol Quigley, I mean, he's hard reading. Uh, there's two Scotchmen that wrote a book, but that actually uh, they made it palatable. And uh, me and O'Rage are using a lot of that. Uh, you know, and it goes back to Quigley was the uh, source of that. And there's like ten missing pages from Quigley that I don't want you to see. But uh, uh, getting back to my original point, uh, the, these people have have been working on a plan and. Uh, now uh, it seems like this this plan has went into overdrive, and uh, they plan to turn you all into uh, 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 actually serfs. Uh, <coughs> you'll be less than serfs, uh, and uh, you will work on the collective farms. You live in their fifteen-minute cities. Uh, you children will be their sex toys, and uh, you will know nothing. You will have nothing, and you will eat insects. And this is the agenda that, that they're working on. And uh, uh, as far as I see, anything I, I see coming out of these news, like something like gun control in the face of this, is I've never seen anything that insane. You can't tell me that an intelligent person, any intelligent person would say it's time to disarm. This is, this is like, there's something really wrong with these people. And either they're lying or they, they're... they're I have another theory about that with the black Google. We don't talk about that usually on the on the porch, but they seem to be infected with something extremely debilitating to their to, to, to their, their thought processes. The and they're moral, moral and they're moral, right? Yes, there's symptoms of it. Uh, these this uh, like I was saying in the comment section, like this uh, toxoplasmosis that that uh, we get from cats. Uh, a lot of people are infected with it; they don't even know. Uh, because your immune system kills it all, you know, just keeps it in check. But people who are infected with it, uh, women are known to become uh, lascivious, and uh, men uh, violent and quick to react. And uh, we're seeing that on steroids with, with, with a lot of these people. Uh, so I, 
I keep saying that, you know, this whole thing with this vaccine, there's something in that they got to get into people, and they're not going to rest until every man, woman, and child is injected, or every one of them is gone, you know? Uh, you're going so to have to face facts that, you know, you're going to have to fight these people. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And they're going to they're gonna inject you. And everything and they, they tell you is a lie. Everything. This is why, I, you know, please don't be coming around me with your Wikipedia thinking and your uh, what you learned in school and what you think history was. You know, I've done a deep dive into history. I've done a deep dive into Anatoly Fomenko. You know, I, I've forgotten. I've forgotten more about history than you're ever going to know. And, and you sound absurd to me when you say those things. Uh, in any case, uh, we want to also get into France. Uh, well, I had Romain. I didn't have him. He volunteered to do it. Uh, and I took Romain's last name off of everything. I'm afraid. Uh, I'm afraid for him after the last one. It was read by thousands of people too, and it's still being read. You know, uh, and uh, you know, he, he just came out and he, he said a lot of things that a lot of Europeans won't say. <laughs> they won't say. Him, but he was going to put his last name on it. Crazy Romaine. I, I took it all. I took his last name out of everything. But so, uh, you know, that that article is so illuminating as to what's going. This is what they got. In, uh, you know, uh, when, as soon as they get your guns. Uh, they're going to go straight into this. They've already got your, your uh, literature. That's why I'm sitting in a basement in Tennessee, uh, you know, uh, because uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm probably the best writer alive right now in the English language. And I've proved it. I've proved it. Why, why am I not celebrated in the best? Uh, in the, why, did they, why did they stop the sale of my book? Why did they stop the sale of my book? Which, by the way, they stopped it then in its tracks. I sold the book in a month and a half. The last book I sold was in England. I said I sold the books that I made the five dollars or whatever it is I made from it. Then that that sale was uh, liquidated, and all of a sudden after that I haven't sold another book. But in any case, that's enough about me. Uh, what they want is what they got in Europe, where where Klaus Schwab openly boasts about you're going to eat bugs, you're going to have nothing, and you're going to like it. Uh, what they did to, to the French people who worked all their lives. Lauren and told them they're going to cut six, what was it, five or six years off their pension? I think it was from 65, no, it's three years, I think. I'm not even sure of the particulars, but that's what they're going to do to your pension, too. And because that's how they steal your pension. And if we cut three or four years off of it, you know how many billions of dollars that amounts to that they can now use uh, to embezzle and stuff? Uh, and embezzle they do, uh, everything. They, they, and, and there's another thing, as, as me and Phil just said, there's something morally wrong with these people. I mean, that Macron, there's pictures of him actually being, you know, fondled by two shirtless black guys uh, sitting around uh, uh, with the, that, 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 so almost certain that that woman he's parading around with is a, is, is a transvestite from his own fa- uh, family. Uh, it's really a man. But uh, us Americans should be very familiar with that because uh, Michelle Obama was certainly, certainly a man. And if you believe that that's a woman, I I can tell what kind of woman you've been sleeping with. Uh, And uh, they're degenerates. And they're they're openly flaunting it in Europe. And uh, I I think the Pope, 
two, three years too late, just said something about it, about the, the just pedophilia and stuff. But uh, it's too late for him to talk now. He needs to be uh, disposed of. And if there's a real uh, leader, a Catholic, that wants to step forward and lead the church, I think you better do it now and stop pussyfooting around. Uh, yeah, people like me and Phil, we ain't afraid. You got people like Romaine, he ain't afraid. Why, why are you afraid? I, I don't, don't tell me they're going to kill you. You're going to die. Nobody's getting out of here alive. Listen to the doors. Uh, you better act. And as, as for the Protestant Christians, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who's the leader of the Lutheran Church? Who's the leader of the, uh, the, the Angelican Church? Why, why are you letting this go on? Why are you letting this go on? And that's where I think the, the moral underpinning has to come from. It has to come from those faith leaders. You put your faith, your your soul in their hands and what they're teaching. And if they're not teaching the moral and foundational underpinnings of, of civil society at least, then why are you listening to them? Why are you letting them inculcate you with the, the same bullshit that's coming out of academia that's coming out of of your legislatures and your your supposed representation you know you you vote for school boards and the school boards wind up uh towing the party line of of all of these uh reprehensible policies whether they they they're just buying into the transphobe racism bullshit um you know what i i don't care if somebody calls me a name especially if it's a name i've been called a hundred thousand times before because that doesn't work anymore um it just it ain't gonna work but people have to have some foundational value-based underpinning on which to to gauge their own personal lives and their own personal actions and thoughts. And if you're not getting it, those kinds of values and morals from uh, outside of yourself, then you need to find those people who are preaching, teaching, those values that you hold dear as a regular person within this society and and to allow one percent or half a percent or no percent to to dictate the the actions of an entire society that's just nuts that's stupid and and until enough people start saying we're not going to put up with this you're going to have places like Oregon, Portland, L.A., uh, New York City. And, and that comes back to where are those leaders. I agree. And just moving away is not going to help you because, as I said, they're following us here. Now, they're in Nashville. Uh, you know, they're in Knoxville. Oh, well, they're here. They, they know what they're doing. They work on a collective intelligence. This gets back to something. Most of you are not ready to accept, so I, I won't go into that, but they do have a collective intelligence. Can't you see it? Uh, now, what, what Phil just said, it's going to come down, and I hate to say this, I'm, I am a Luciferian, man. 
You can call me Satanist if you want. John McKinnon, uh, the great Russian philosopher, said uh, uh, Satan was the only one who, who had the balls to rebel against the tyrannical God of the Bible and number me as a follower of Satan. And I'm right there with Bakunin. Uh, but uh, I still have to admit that if, if we are going to stop this, uh, it's going to have to come from the Christian churches. And I, I, I see nothing but cowards. I, I, people like John Hagee are obviously traitors. Uh, they're not even cowards. Uh, well, uh, these, these are just... Uh, they, they've, they've been bought and sold long, long ago. Long, long ago. Uh, and the Pope is uh, uh, a, a spineless wonder. A tool. Uh, yeah, uh, they got him in there, and, and uh, this is part of their plan. Because, you know, if he was a real pope, he, he would have declared a, a holy war against, uh, against uh, the WEF a long time ago. A long time ago. Uh, you know, he's not a real pope. A pope's supposed to have, uh, be one of the most powerful, probably the most powerful people in the world, leader of the Christians, and us, the leader of the Europeans. Uh, and uh, he, he has forfeited that power, and I and would as, like to see as him. As have many of the popes. When, when, yeah. when you study the history of the Middle Ages, um, they, they were just as, as dirty as any of the politicians that we have running around today. Oh, I'm not saying that they're any, you know, I just said I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, Pope Third, <laughs> Pope Innocent III was one of the cruelest men that ever lived. He lived in the 13th century. He was responsible for the Albigensian Crusades. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not condoning. No, I'm no, not condoning no. what, Catholicism. What, what I'm doing is saying, they are leaders. They they are strong men. They're supposed to be. We have a balance of power. I, I mean, without them, without them sitting on their throne, uh, you know, now we got uh, I mean, nature deplores a vacuum, and and that vacuum has been fed, uh, being filled by the Bilderbergs, who are openly uh, flaunting their their uh, economic and, and 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 plans for the future through through the World Economic Forum. Go ahead, Phil. Well, I was just thinking the Bilderbergs aren't any much, aren't that much different than the Habsburgs, and and one and the same. The, that entire family, um, to get into it, is infested with evil. There's no doubt about it. Um, they buy and, and sell leaders all over this planet, and and they do it on the backs of people just trying to live their lives and, and maybe find some enjoyment in their life. Uh, you know, if, if we didn't have some form of uh, forward thinking, we would be no better than animals. Uh, and as individuals, our forward thinking is, am I going to have peace in my life? Am I going to be able to meet my needs? And and we're finding that there are a lot of people that want you to have just the necessary subsistence level, if that, um, so they can keep you as their slaves, producing their chess pieces. They move around the board, and and not even considering the the spiritual ramifications of that when someone's life ends. 
uh, I, I'm totally flabbergasted that we have not had leadership of any sort in the in the uh, spiritual. It's realm. not coming from the pulpits. It's not coming from the, right. these, these in pastors. The, in the spiritual realm, there is no leadership coming out and saying, "You people, you need to change your ways." Where where's the guy with this uh, sign walking around saying, "Repent, the end is near." Um, you know that guy at least got some people thinking. You don't see that shit anymore. You don't see anything on the news about um, repentance or consideration of changing and doing things different. You don't see that. It's all the same. The black goo's got them all. Yeah, uh, ethical and mor- morality. Uh, uh, and I, I do believe that that the Eastern Europeans are looking at us uh, with horror, with horror. I, I keep telling you, it's. Uh, they keep saying Putin, Putin, the madman, Putin. That you're not in a war with Putin. Putin is doing what his people, uh, you know, like uh, Alexander what, Dugan. They're, they're the, doing what a moral people would do. It was demanding that he do this eight years ago. Eight years ago. Alexander Dugan is the one whose daughter got murdered. It's not Putin that's really leading the country. He's he's doing he's what re- he's supposed he's to be doing. He's representing his people, exactly. what they want. And they are horrified with us. They're horrified with us. Well, I'm just, I, you know, you bring up Putin and, and other places in the world, you think about what's going on. And, and there are some leaders out there... That, but they're kinetic leaders. They're not spiritual leaders. And unless we have a spiritual change upon this planet, we're just going to continue to see the, the total decline on the backs of people who should be looking forward to their lives. They're looking to, at it as a drudge. They were no different than the people of the Middle Ages that, that were beholden to some lord and had to fight for the Lord when the Lord said fight for them. And this prince or this count or viscount or whatever the hell his title was, was selected by his butt buddies to be uh, the tax collector for a particular area. We're no better than that. No, we. if anything, we're sinking right back into the fuel, fuel ages. That's why I don't want to use like the, the uh, two-party thing with the liberal and conservative. Uh, no, I try to avoid they're, that. They're feudalists is what they are, and they're all working towards feudalism where, you know, 0.01% will own everything, and uh, you will be their serf. Uh, and, you, you know, they'll build massive collective farms, uh, which Bill Gates is in the process of consolidating. I saw the China. Chinese billionaires, the CCP is another one, the Chinese Communist Party. What fucking communist ever had billionaires? Marx is rolling over in his grave. There ain't no, there, there ain't no communist government in China. It's a totalitarian regime, uh, and they're on board. They're on board with the Americans. I don't really trust them. I trust the Chinese people because they're very intelligent. I don't trust their leadership. I do not trust the CCP because, first of all, they're lying up to me about who they are. You're not a communist if you're allowing billionaires to control your country, that's for sure. 
Uh, and uh, what we're seeing here is, uh, is, is a complete takeover by that upper echelon uh, that uh, always uh, believed that they were a, the elite anyway. And they bided their time till, till, till the, right, the right moment. And, uh, you know, things like... Uh, when, when you, you know, these these you got people like my, uh, Obama in office parading around with a six foot two man that's built like a linebacker, and uh, they're saying, "Look how beautiful she is," and people are believing that. Uh, you got Macron who's married to his uncle, you know, uh, uh, and, and he's uh, like pictures of Macron singing in the street with the rest of his homosexual friends in France. He's singing while French people are being beaten. Beaten to death, old women by the How, police. How's he any better than Marie Antoinette? He's not. He's worse. Marie Antoinette was more or less a myth. This guy is real. This guy is real. I say the French should bring back the guillotine, and they should go through all these people. But again, we come back to certain. I just can't understand. You know, when I was in college, they had this creative writer who's famous for a book he wrote about Vietnam, the Long War Dead, and uh, he says, "Oh." Uh, tells the class to write about somebody who's completely evil, perfectly evil, no good in them at all. There's no duality. And I, I, I declined to do the assignment because I, I don't believe, I didn't believe such a person existed. And, I, and at the time I was right, too. I, at the time I was right, but now I, I see something different. I see, I see complete malevolence in the leadership. Uh, and they, 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 uh, there's something insidious about all this, which I've written about more behind the paywall now. Uh, but uh, we are not afraid to speak out. Me, meaning Phil and I. And there's a few others. We, we ain't saying that party line. We're not telling you the Jew did it. We're not telling you the, uh, uh, it's the Satanists. We're not, you know. We're trying to bring you the truth, and you know there's a great danger to that. Uh, it's ruined my career as a writer. I'll be frank with you, uh, but why, why, why are we still alone? Where was a pastor willing to get up in front of his pulpit? I know that guy Baldwin tried, but he's not too bright. And what was so, the last, when was the last time any of them even bothered to read a book about? social behavior and, and the, the dichotomies in social behavior and civic behavior and, and, and uh, the history of rep republics and representative governments. You know, these people need to be thinking about that. There, this separation of church and state bullshit that we've been forced to deal with for the last 50 years, 60 years, um, is just that. The the churches seem to think they because the the government can't regulate a church, the churches don't think they have any say so on who's representing them. And and the preacher being the leadership and the interim leader between the the individual and a representative they sent to their state legislature that preacher is a consolidator of the, the people's voice, but they're up there, you know, smelling the roses and not telling people 
the things that we're telling them that these things need to change and you're the only one that can change it through your action. Well, I got to tell you, a secular, secularism, uh, a secular government has never really existed. I told you that Rome was a myth. I, I, I didn't say it first. Anatoly Fomenko did, probably the greatest scholar alive right now. Uh, that was a secular empire, wasn't it? Uh, uh, everybody was all happy. Uh, 200, what did they have? Uh, the Augustine era, 200 years of Pax Romanus peace. Never happened. Never happened. It's all falsified. It's never been, human beings cannot live under a secular empire or a secular government. Human beings are hardwired to believe in God. And the re-emergence of the Russian Empire it has re-emerged under the Russian Orthodox Church. And that's what really kills them. It has re-emerged under the Russian Orthodox Church. Yeah, there's too much history going back uh, and recorded history, whether it be Martian history or Earthling history, um, that people are hardwired to, to believe, believe in a creator. Whether you call it God or whatever, there is something larger and wiser and greater than themselves that put the entire package together. What kind of experiment it is, well, maybe we'll figure it out one day. But there's a battle, and we're fighting it. Secularism is, 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 is not going to work. It never has. It never will. Uh, I'm, I'm asking uh, you, you, you rabbis, you priests, you imams, this is up to you. Uh, this is your moment of truth. Either stand up or just shut the fuck up and go get a job. <laughs> and with that, I got to go to Nashville now, like everybody else in the world. Thanks for listening, folks. We've had a good week, and uh, we'll, you'll hear from us again soon. Thanks for joining us for today's Conversations from the Beach. To view and listen to Jack's work, subscribe at jackhart.substack.com. We hope you found today's conversation interesting and informative. Join us next time for Jack Hart's Conversations from the Porch.